Blog Talk Radio. Icon, Granny Hawker, and Big Swing. Oh, it's Monday again, and football is in the air. Uh, a little bit of a disappointing opening week for myself and for Icon. More so for Icon than for me, but either way, a disappointing opening week. Uh, Granny had a good week, but the Chiefs are a machine. We knew this. Uh, but I, I do want to uh, give a little shout-out here first. To, uh, to to some confusion that we've had uh, recently on the show, uh, both internally and externally between fans and sponsors. Uh, our opening theme song, as you guys know, uh, the last couple months we've been using uh, a, a brand new opening theme song. Uh, that is actually by a man named Sebastian Kane. Uh, he is, you know, he's a good friend of the show. Uh, I mean, Icon put the deal together. He decided that he was going to give us a, uh, a a good intro song to use, which I think sounds really cool. It sounds a lot like an actual wrestler's introduction theme music. And then Colin, who does the you know the kind of the welcoming introduction, uh, is, is is part of uh, a different band who used to do the theme song, but we kept him on for the the welcoming uh, introduction message. So they are two different people. Uh, we do want to give a shout out to both of them for contributing to the show, uh, to, to Sebastian for making the theme song, the new awesome theme song, and obviously Colin for his band Celestial Drift. Actually, no, it's called uh, Cannot Justify now, I guess, and um, and, and giving us the welcome message you hear every Monday. So uh, there's, there's no confusion there anymore. People know who's who on what, and uh, if you want to check them out, they've got their social media pages. Uh, you can check them out, Sebastian Kane as well as Colin Kramer. So, uh, Icon, um, we have a big show here tonight. Uh, it's always a big show. I know it sounds like a uh, uh, broken record when we say this, but uh, it's you know it's always a big show. But uh, tonight's tonight's a little bit a little bit special uh, to us. And uh, go ahead and tell us why. Uh, 
Uh, well, uh, you won't be on it very much. That's always a pleasant surprise. Well, uh, no, wait, I'm yeah, kidding. I won't. I, I got Monday Night Football doubleheader here. I got to do, unfortunately. But uh, yeah. Uh, well, we have we have a couple uh, big guests. As a matter of fact, uh, we have uh, Mister Studtacular himself, uh, Bryson Scott, will join us. Studtacular. Okay, have, I like it. Yeah, we also have. Ashley Gonzalez, she is nice. a powerhouse, uh, powerhouse and a machine, and uh, she is championship status. And we also have a legend here with us uh, tonight, uh, and I cannot wait to uh, chat chat with him. Now I've been trying to get him on the show for two and a half years. Is when, wow. is when I booked him. Uh, two and a half years ago is when I booked him, so we're going to have Magic Schwartz on with us, and it's going to be awesome. Just think about that. Two and a half years worth of work has finally paid off. Two and a half years worth of stalking and restraining orders. We finally got him uh, to, to come on the show with us here for about a half hour. Uh, Granny, um, what about what about you? How have you been? I know you've been really busy with uh, you know the new job changes, life changes, things like that. So how have you been? Uh, just like I said, busy, you know, meetings, you know, things like that. Um, just, I was happy to see my Chiefs win the first game. I didn't get to see all the game, but I was happy to see the victory. Um, I, uh, you know, I'm just glad to see football back, you know, and hopefully my Chiefs will have a, have a good season. So, So other well, than awesome. that, I mean, awesome. just everything's everything's good. I mean, just you know, like I said, dealing just dealing with a lot of stuff right now. You know, my year as deputy grand regent, you know, was officially over at our state convention of uh, the weekend in the 20th to the 23rd of August. That Sunday afternoon, after we got done with the tassel change and everything, my year as deputy grand regent is was officially over with. So, but. I'm here to help the association in any way that I can, and I'm uh, a new. I still have one state committee that I'm chairman of and doing, and I'm actually doing another state committee chairman called Heart of the Community, which I will really enjoy doing because I enjoy uh, fundraisers, you know, helping with fundraisers, things like that. So. They felt like with because um, I, I I don't know a stranger guys I'm I'm a people person I don't I'm not afraid mm. to talk to people and mm. they felt like with my personality my people personality that I you know I worked in retail for 14 years that they felt like that I would be very good in this position so they asked me if I would consider doing it and I told them yes so you know you know oh, how it good. is so. Yeah, not a problem. You know, good guys, stuff. I gotta share. I gotta share a good quote I heard uh, the other day. Um, What's that? A, a guy told me that uh, you know the first six months of 2020 has been the longest decade of my life. I thought that was <laughs> yeah. Great. I thought that was an excellent quote. Now, you guys, our, our show is going to continue. Everything is going to continue, but. And, and and I don't want people tweeting me and messing me again, thinking I'm doing a political statement because that that is not what this is. It's a it's a relaxing statement. It's kind of a silly statement. 
Yes, things are what they are right now, but things are going to improve. Things are going to get better. Our show is going to go on. It's going to continue. We're going to continue entertaining. And I'm proud to announce that we have guests now booked until through next July, the way things are going right now. So, uh, so, uh, and then when July hits, I'll be able to book guests through January. So, uh, it, we're not going any. Uh, we're not going away any uh, anywhere. We're going to continue to entertain our fans, and I just want to give a shout out to our show last week. I think yes. Uh, I mean, we've had productive shows, but uh, we had so many callers last week that uh, you know that we uh, usually don't get that many callers. But uh, we want to thank uh, the Glow Gal for uh, bringing us listeners that are continuing to listen uh, to our show. So we want to uh, we want to thank her for that, you know Hollywood. Of course. Yeah, a lot of people called yeah. in just just wanting to talk to Hollywood, which I thought was pretty cool. And uh, for those of uh, those are listening, uh, uh, Hollywood is going to be back on with us. She she enjoyed she enjoyed her time with us so much that uh, she wants to join us again. And uh, the other thing I was going to ask you guys right now, I don't know if you guys are, uh, have the Monday Night Raw on the TV in the background or not, but, you know, I'm trying to figure out this whole Shane McMahon uh, basement wrestling thing with uh, the no ropes on the ring. And uh, I know what, I, I know what you guys, you guys have been paying attention to that, but uh, any idea what the deal is, it just doesn't, um, it just doesn't seem like, uh, uh, it goes along with the rest of the show. I, to me, it's the only interesting thing on the show going on. But what do you do you guys have an opinion on it? Oh, I mean, it's okay. I mean, I, you know, I'm not a big Dolph Ziggler fan, and it just seems like it's always starting off with Dolph taking out somebody, and then somebody else gets in there and takes him on. And, I mean, just like we just saw Braun Strowman taking out Dolph Ziggler, you know, and, and everything like that. I mean, it's all right. I mean, I just, I just haven't a lot been of watching chaos. much of Monday Night well, Raw lately. Yeah, I, it's a lot of chaos, which is, which is weird, but it is what it is though, you know, you're going to do. But it's wrestling, you know, and, and, and Granny is actually going to get to go to an actual wrestling show this weekend, guys, the Ryder Memorial Cup. I am so excited about that. Um, Friday and Saturday, I can't wait. I'm just, you know, this is my second wrestling show I've been to since March, and I'll tell you, I am so ready for to watch. What is it? Awesome a, um, is it a, uh, a limited capacity type of thing, or what? What are they doing? Well, yeah, I mean, there, there's limited seats, you know, Forever. and we wear our mask, we social distance, you know, and everything. But um, three years ago. See, it used to be that the Ryder Cup, um, you know, WFC was started for a little boy by the name of Ryder and, uh, back in 2011. And he lost his battle with cancer. And so the last three years, it's gotten so big. The Ryder Cup tournament has gotten so big, the promoter actually had to turn it into a two-night event. So what we do, we have the first round of the tournament some other matches and then we have the second night of the tournament so whoever wins the first night gets to move on to the second night and then we you know determine who the tournament who the champion is for this big huge trophy that Ryder's family always presents to the winner 
And um, it's just, it's gotten to be such a big event that we had to turn it into two nights. So. Uh, and, uh, Granny, you know, um, uh, I happen to have another fan of yours uh, sitting next to me, little Homer. Uh, he always, his oh, my little always, Homer. His Hello, Homer. <laughs> his ears always perk up when uh, you, you talk, so. Uh, like I say, hopefully in uh, you know next September you'll be able to come down to my wedding because uh, you I know hope. Uh, we'll we'll let you, we'll let we'll let you babysit little Homer and hang with little Homer because well, she wants to. Well, of course, I mean, of course, I love Homer. Homer's yeah, my buddy, we'll see, we, you know. I love we'll, Homer. We'll have you dress him as we'll have you dress him in his little tuxedo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, he'll be in his little tuxedo, you know. And hey, I kid you not, he's not going to wear a bison wait, jersey. <laughs> hey, I kid you not, guys. When my when my friends, my wrestling friends, Brittany and John, got married. I mean, they were childhood sweethearts all through high school, and mm-hmm. they got married. They've been married almost four four or five years now. Their dog. They have three dogs now, but their first dog, Bones, was their ring bearer at their wedding. I kid you not. They they tied a little ring bearer pillow to his collar, and had a little bow tie on him. He Bones was their ring bearer at at the John and Brittany's wedding. I kid you not. Oh wow! That's how much they love. That's how much they love their dogs. Their dogs are their kids. I mean, those are you know you've heard of people, you know that don't have any children but have fur babies. Well, those three fur babies are their kids and. Bones was their ring bearer when they got married. So I kid you not, that was that's an honest truth. So we'll dress Homer up in a little bow tie and you know mm-hmm. a little bow tie. Yep, a little, little tiny little bow tie for Homer for, for Homer. Well Homer's not very big. He doesn't need a big bow tie. He just needs a little bow little handsome looking bow tie to make him dressy looking. Hmm. So, so, uh, and if you can't, and if you can't tell fans, Granny does love dogs. I love dogs. I love kitty cats. I love animals. You know, so I love my dogs. Love my kitties. You know, so. Yes, yeah, she is definitely a uh, fur baby. In, 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 in certain instances, I uh, I'm pretty convinced that uh, that Granny likes animals more than she likes people in some regards, but. Um, well, yeah, how, that that is yeah. That, that that is not very far fetched, Big Swing. I I do like there are animals more animals than I like better than some people. That is very true. I would well, rather be around. I would rather be around dogs and cats more than I would some people sometimes. You know, and so. and I can't say that I blame you, uh, Icon. We do have the I believe the first guest on. Uh, I got to step aside. It one in. Football uh, cranked up here for the second game uh, at the station, but I can put them through. It's an eight-one-three. That's the correct yep. number yeah, there. That, that would be it. Yep, that would be. Alrighty, it. Tampa, Tampa area code, huh? Alrighty, uh, let's do, let's do this. I'll put them through, and we'll be good to go. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. Our first combatant of the night as she steps to the ropes right now. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you the badass kicker herself. She is Ashley Gonzalez. 
What's up, y'all? It's Ashlyn May Very. You're listening to the Attitude Era live with the host, the icon, the big swing, and my personal favorite, Granny Hulkster. Well, how awesome. are you, Ashley? It's good to have you join us tonight. Uh, here's how we're Hi, gonna Ashley. Uh, uh, that's Granny. Uh, here's what we're going to do, Ashley. We're going to have you give us a little background about yourself. And then I'm going to ask you a few okay. questions, and then we'll, then we'll have Granny ask a few, then I'll come back to me and ask you uh, the harder questions. So if you want to give us a little Ooh. background, then we'll talk with you. All right. Yeah, no problem. Well, I am the queen of the baddest trailer park in America, Clover, South Carolina. Um, I have been kicking ass for about, oh, on and off for right around six to seven years. Uh, I have my father is actually an ass kicker, as is my brother and my husband as well, which is how him and I actually met. We met in the ring, and I was kicking his ass. Um, I was originally born in in uh, Canada, but I made my way down to Clover, South Carolina, for one way or another. And now I'm here. I live in Florida now, and it's it's you know what it's it's a dream. It really is. I got my my what I consider a zoo. I have two dogs. Hold on, I got to count now. Four dogs and two cats. <laughs> so, wow. That, that's, that's I impressive. knew there was a reason why I liked her. She's an animal lover, just like I am. Oh, well, yes, well, ma'am. No, I love her no. more than people. Well, we might change that shortly. But So, now, with your uh, tenure in the business, I know you mentioned... Uh, you were, you were, uh, you basically beat your, uh, your husband into submission to get you to marry you and stuff, which is kind of cool. But, uh, you know, in, with your wrestling style, uh, how would you, how would you compare it? Would it be more of a technical, like Brad Hart, a high flyer, like Ray Mysterio or an ass character, like Stone Cold Steve Austin, as if I didn't know. <laughs> well, I consider myself more of an ass kicker. I'm more of a ground and pound type person. I try to keep because I'm I'm a little bit on the uh, the bigger side, so I try to keep my uh my big self on the ground as much as possible. I have no problem making other people fly, but I try to stay on the ground and you know pound their head into whatever it is I'm pounding their head into at the time. <laughs> so now with your uh, now don't don't take this the wrong way, but. Uh, you know, you mentioned you know you're 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 a bigger wrestler, which is really cool. But uh, would you uh, would you put yourself uh, in the same category? Uh, why does her name escape me right now? Uh, she just recently came back. Uh, Granny, help me out. Uh, who am I? Who am I thinking of? Are you talking about um, Nia Jax? Yeah, Nia Jax. Would you put yourself in her category? Um, I don't hmm. – Nia Jax, we're similar in the fact that we're both thicker, but she has the height advantage on me, and she tends to I, – I, I would guess she hits a little harder than me, but we're very similar in the fact that, you know, we don't do too much flying. We make others fly, and we beat them. So I'm only 5'5". Five, I'm only 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. That, see, you have a low center of gravity, so that's harder for your opponents to get you up and over, which is really cool. So now, with that, you have to have a great finisher. What you got to tell us? What is your finisher? Uh, what is involved? And then we'll see if one of us would volunteer to take it. 
Okay, so it, it has changed um, names a few times, but it's basically a double-handed sit-out choke slam. So either I can take you from a standing still position or I can fling you off the ropes. I put my hands around your neck, I post you up in the air, and then I slam you down on your back while I set my fat ass on the mat. And then it lights up. So now, yes. are you are you are you a baby face, a heel, an in between? Or are you more what the crowd thinks you're going to be? Well, it depends. I mean, I kind of I don't really care so much what the crowd wants me to be. I'm here to do my own thing. I'm not here to do their thing. But I, I've been I've been nice. I've been mean. So it depends. It depends well, who I'm facing, honestly. Well, Granny, it sounds like we have a, a tweety. Uh, we have Ashley Gonzalez here as our guest here. Uh, and uh, we have about, uh, well, we got about uh, 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 25 minutes uh, left with Ashley. So what do you got for our guest, Granny? Go ahead. Well, you know, I really can't say I dislike her icon after the nice compliment that she gave me, you know, at the beginning and when she was doing her her liner thing, you know. So that's why but she did it. Just so, just so you just so you know, Granny normally does not like the heels, and I could talk some pretty good smack to them at the wrestling shows when I have to, but. Being that you're kind of a baby face, too, you know, depending on what the situation was, I'm sure we would have fun playing together, whether you were a heel or, you know, if you were a baby face, I'd be in your corner. If you were a heel, I'd probably be talking smack to you because I've been told. <laughs> That's fair. I've been, well, see, I'm one of those fans that likes to interact, and I help get the crowd going, and I've had a lot of wrestling federations tell me that I'm like their little cheerleader with, you know, cause some people come and they don't know who to cheer for or who to boo for, you know? And I said, just watch me, okay. you know, and, and they catch on pretty quick, you know? So, I mean, I had a wrestler one night, he was the heel and he's one of my best friends, but he, he was the heel that night. And he said, granny, don't you have a curfew at the nursing home? Well, I just turned 58 the 29th of August. And I, this was oh, probably my. three years ago. So I was like 55 and, I grabbed my keys out of my purse and I doubled up my fist and I throw my fist up in his face. I said, baby, I don't need a curfew. I got keys to the building. And he ran off screaming. So I never know what they're going to say to me. I never know what they're going to say to me. So I've always got to be on my toes, you know, just to do whatever it is I have to do. But one of my questions for you is what has been one of your most interesting and challenging matches you've had in your career? Hmm. Well, I don't know if it would be considered my match, but it was my brother's match, and he was facing, um, who is now a WWE superstar, Lince Dorado, Um, and I didn't like how Lince was treating my brother. And so mm-hmm. I stepped in and attempted to do what I needed to do to only to end up being ridden around <laughs> the ring like a horse by Wednesday and then oh, wow. face-butting my brother in his uh, his lower regions, if you will. So mm-hmm. that was it was definitely challenging being in the ring with Lindsay, but there was – I think I've also – yeah, I've faced my brother a couple times. Me and my brother always have good have a good go – you know, whether we're being nice to each other or, or not. But, you know, there's always a little bit of sibling rivalry. 
Mm-hmm. What? Uh, so now, who? Now, oh uh, well, I, I just had I just had one more quick question. Ahead, on. Um, oh, that's okay. Um, so when you first started, you know, when you decided you wanted to become a wrestler and everything, who inspired you to, I mean, did you have any favorites you looked up to that you admired, you know, throughout the years or over the years, or, or did you even really ever want to become a wrestler? I mean, well, I had, I had a few favorites and I've, I've, there's always been something in me that wanted me to wrestle or that wanted to be a wrestler. I started off as a fan. And then mm-hmm. the thing is, is, when you have a father who's a wrestler and you got a brother who's a wrestler, it kind of just ends up happening whether you want it to or not. That's true. Um, That's true. But favorite-wise, I've I've always had a thing for, you know, Stone Cold, and I've always had a thing for um, Lita and God rest her soul, Ashley Mazzaro. And the thing was because okay. they weren't the typical wrestler. A lot of these guys, and I love them to death because a lot of them are, you know, we're good friends with them but they're built like what you would consider an athlete. Mm-hmm. Even even my trainer who is on NXT now, she, you know, built like an athlete, but these guys, little bit like the Stone Cold, he's not so super sculpted. You know, Lita and Ashley, they were, you know, tatted up, which I have tattoos as well. So it, it kind of inspired people like me to look and see like, hey, I can do this too. Awesome. Uh, Ashley Gonzalez, our guest here. We got one minutes here with Ashley. Uh, usually we uh, have a, a third wheel with us, but uh, he's doing double duty at the station tonight, so he might not. Uh, he, he probably won't pop on, but uh, he may and he may not. So I'm kind of curious now. You know, you mentioned your father was a wrestler, your brother was a wrestler. Uh, what? And I'll understand if you don't want to answer this question, but. So you got a family of wrestlers. Uh, what is your mom thinking about all this? Uh, or did she decide to get involved too? <laughs> no. So my my mom refuses to watch me wrestle because she she's of the uh, the belief that I'm going I'm going to get hurt, which it it does happen in business. It's something. It, it's it's not a matter of if. It's a matter of when. Um, so my mom she's watched me wrestle once. Um, and she's like, okay, I've done it once now, never again. And to this day, she has yet to watch me wrestle. I'll send her pictures and maybe a little short video, but she will never physically sit there and watch me wrestle. <laughs> so, she watches so it on TV, watched, but she doesn't watch me. <laughs> so the match you watched was you and your brother at Thanksgiving trying to get the last piece of turkey? It was actually over some Cheez-Its. He tried to take Cheez-Its out of my out of my <laughs> hand, and I told him if he didn't leave me alone, I was going to put him back in Mama's tummy. <laughs> uh, Ashley Gonzalez is our guest here. We got 19 minutes here with Ashley. Uh, now, uh, real quick here, uh, you know, you mentioned uh, that. Uh, now, did you say your uh, not your brother's in the WWE, but his opponent was correct? Yeah, his opponent's currently in the WWE, and the person that is responsible for my training, who is also his opponent, and my other trainer are both in the WWE right now. And you're not allowed to name names, correct? No, I mean, I can. Lindsay Dorado um, had a big hand in my training and my brother's training. And then, um, of course, my main trainer was Santana Garrett, which she is currently signed to NXT. Um, She's like a sister to me. She's a little younger than me, so she's like my little sister, but she's technically my big sister, so I don't know how you would word that. And then so as far as my – oh, go ahead. 
Uh, uh, well, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but uh, Ashley Gonzalez, our guest here, we got uh, 18 minutes here. Uh, so that that brings me to a question I like to ask all independent wrestlers, and I'll put it to you. It's a it's a two part question. No one has ever answered it the same way. Everybody's answered different. So I'm gonna ask, I'm gonna put it to you. Uh, two part question. Now, yeah, let's say that the WWE, your trainer, would uh, get you into the door and get you a tryout, and they like really like what you do, and they want to offer you a million dollar contract. Two part question. One is that something you want to do, and two, if you do get that push. And you do get that big deal, would you still uh talk to us and not big time us and still be our friend? Well, I'm I'm never so I'm a big advocate for um never forgetting where you come from. Like I, I've trained out of Orlando, Florida. I've also trained at, down at Real Pro in Fort Myers. Um and currently I train and work with um well not currently because I'm currently pregnant, but <laughs> I work with a WXW out of Mineola, Florida. And so as far as big timing you, that's something I will never do. I've always, I've never forgotten where I've come from because you never know where you're heading in life. You may get a well, big you know, break, like signing a contract, but you never forget you, you, you your past will never be able to leave you. You know, and so and, I stay you know, humble. I stay thankful. You know, and I love how you said that. Uh, as a matter of fact, um, and Granny, help me out with the name because I forgot it already. Because every time I put myself on the spot or I get put on the spot, I forget. But uh, we had a we had a gal on uh, on our show. Uh, it was we were her first interview ever, and I had asked her Kenzie the same Page. thing. Yeah, Kenzie Page. And, uh, she's on AEW. Yeah, yeah, she's on. Uh, she yeah, AEW. Yeah, AEW. Uh, um, they do. And uh, the day after, Swing, uh, 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 our co-host, uh, called me and said, hey, look who's on. And I'm like, really? And then uh, I'm like, okay, I'm going to test the theory. And I called her the next day, and she talked to me. Uh, she didn't say, uh, oh, I didn't catch your name or no, I don't know. She didn't do that. And uh, that's awesome. And, uh, you know, to be honest with you, I hope that uh, one day – I get to do the same thing to you. I'll get to call you up, and you'll you'll I'll say, "Hey, you played on TV, you know." <laughs> I I I can't wait to put that to the test. You know, it'll be awesome. Uh, yeah. You know. And, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm sorry, I didn't interrupt you again. You're fine. And uh, you know, I said you don't want to answer this either. Uh, but you know, you mentioned you got a little in the way. Uh, do you know which, uh, if it's going to be a boy or a girl yet, or are you guys going to wait till it happens? So we don't know yet. Um, our plan is to do a gender reveal wrestling match on Halloween. Oh, okay, wow. Well, I'll tell That'll you what, be interesting. I'll tell you what, if, if, it's, if it's a boy, Icon Gonzalez has a nice ring to it, doesn't it? Icon Gonzalez, it does it does have a nice ring, but you know, <laughs> Granny Hulkstar Gonzalez also has a beautiful ring to it oh, as well. Oh, so. there we go. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, I will yield. I will yield to that one. If <laughs> I I will yield to that one. That would be that would actually be <laughs> awesome. You know, I will yield to that one. Um uh now you you're gonna have a gender reveal match. Now is that gonna be between uh, you and your husband, or uh, is your husband going to wrestle somebody to reveal? Or uh... 
No, so the plan is we have um, someone who's been in the business for right around, I want to say, well, he's known my husband for at least 10 years. Um, he's been a, in the business about 11 years. Um, he's actually going to be team boy, um, and he's wrestling one of our good friends and one of my sister, one of my, I consider her a sister, Chelsea. She She's going to be team girl. The ref is going to be the only one that knows the gender. And so when Manny tells him, hey, let's wrap the match up, the ref is going to tell whoever it is, we'll say if it's team boy, you know, hey, let's get it. You know, you're going, you're going over, you're going to win. And so well, how that's, that's to, how we'll know. This is a big, big swing, by the way. Uh, I just had a, had a quick break. Too. I, I have a headphone on uh, listening, but again, doing double duty stuff. How are you uh, getting the physical clearance to do that, though? I mean, I, I can imagine taking a bump uh, or more would be, would be you know, off limits uh, in your condition. Well, it, it, it is. That's why neither of us are going to be in the ring. We're going to be watching uh, our, our brother and our sister, Zach, and, our, uh, and Chelsea do it for us. We're going to have uh, somebody else in the ring wrestling okay. other than All right, I didn't catch that part. Okay, I was going to say, what? Oh, How you're fine. Doing? Okay. All right. Now, uh, and this is Big Swing, uh, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Hello, maybe, Big Swing. Maybe, <laughs> maybe you guys could do like a, a charity match, too. It's like have two people wrestle, uh, the winner gets to pick the baby. This is true. We could do that, too. Ironically, the baby the baby isn't even born yet, and the baby already has two matches booked. Uh, oh, wow. <laughs> I don't know how that happened, but somehow the baby, we got two people already ready to fight the baby. <laughs> And 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 when is the and when is the baby due? The baby is due St. Patrick's Day. Oh wow! Okay. okay. Now, yes, uh, ma'am. Will you, uh, so you've been off. Uh, I'm guessing. Uh, I'm assuming that you've been off uh, off wrestling since you found out you're pregnant. I'm assuming. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong on that. Uh, so, do you plan on uh, getting back in the ring uh, right shortly after the baby comes? Or are you going to still take, like, another a couple months off? So the babies do St. Patrick's Day. I'm looking at making a return because I have some unfinished business to handle. I'm looking at making a return in about June to give me time to get back to in-ring shape since I have been out. You are correct. I have been out since we found out. So I'm still around the ring. I'm not in the ring. Like, I'm learning the, the uh, business side of it, the production side of it. So I'm learning more about that part while I'm out. So that way I'm better prepared for when I go in. And, and that's uh, that's awesome. We have uh, Ashley Gonzalez, our guest here. We have 11 minutes here with Ashley. Uh, real quick here so we can do it, so we can get in, then I'm going to ask you the, the hard-hitting questions. If our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe for the baby, what do you got? Well, we do, uh, we do have a cash app for the baby, um, but you can find me on Facebook. Ash, it's Ashley Mayberry. Um, Instagram is at the, T-H-E-E, Ashley Mayberry. Twitter is at Star Wars Royalty with the S, the W, and the R capitalized. Um, YouTube, I'm still working on. I've, my videos are kind of scattered all over the place, so I'm trying to get them organized and get them updated and whatnot. Um, 
but if people are feeling generous and want to help donate for the baby, it is Cash App. My cash tag is the dollar sign Mayberry Queen with the M and the Q capitalized. And then the other thing I was going to ask you is, uh, you know, I'll uh, I'll uh, send you a, an address. Uh, maybe you can send us some uh, 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 send us some uh, autographs for some giveaways for our December show too. Oh yeah, definitely. I can get that. I I was gonna send them, but I realized I ran out of them. So I'm gonna send a couple of mine, and I'll even throw in a couple of my husband's and have him autograph some for y'all too. Awesome, that'll be cool. Um, so we have uh, Ashley Gonzalez as our guest here. We got about uh, ten minutes here. Uh, so now another thing that you know everybody is dealing with is, is you know is COVID. You know you've been out of the ring because of the pregnancy, but uh, if let's say take place uh, and uh, you, you know you are still booked uh, with the organization at you, have you guys you blanked up the calendar to a certain amount uh, to a certain date? Uh, have you had a lot of postponed? Yeah, there's been a yeah, there's been a few postponements. Um, but right now my calendar's uh available and open for WXW Wrestling, which is like I said, is out of Minneola, Florida. Their next show is on October third. Um, and again, obviously I can't be in the ring, but they're allowing me the opportunity to learn the production side of it all uh and then hopefully soon there was there was a company that was supposed to start up wrestlemania week um hopefully soon we'll get back into that it's called alpha omega wrestling um it's a local one here in kissimmee so we're gonna get i'm gonna get back to working with them once i know a little more and i can offer more for them and help them out in any way possible uh so but right Uh, now i'm focusing mainly on wxw uh, Ashley Gonzalez, our guest here. We've got eight minutes here left with Ashley. Uh, so now you mentioned that uh, you have some unfinished business uh, when you when you do return to the ring. Can you uh, elaborate on that, uh, or do you not want to let us know who uh, you're shooting for in case they might listen? Well, okay. So I'm not gonna I'm not gonna give you all specific names because that'll spoil all the fun for my social media. But uh, I can't say there's a few few women that need to be reminded of who I am and will be pleasantly pleased with what I have to give them. Either that or they won't be, and I don't care either way. But there's unfinished business. They need to be reminded of who I am, and come June, they will be reminded of who I am. Oh, wow. Well, uh, I, 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 I poor pity them. Now, the other thing I was going to ask is, your, you know, your husband is a wrestler, and you know, you mentioned that uh, you used to beat him up uh, before you got uh, before you were dating. You beat him up when you were dating. You beat him up after you got married. Uh, you really pummeled him. But uh, do you think maybe he might be willing to be a guest on a show at some point? Oh yeah, definitely. He he's always down to do shows and and talk about his wrestling career. He probably has a better, more interesting path than I do because he's been. He's had a lot more fun with place with people. I know he's at one point. I think he had a tanglement with uh, Jake the Snake. So he's got right, he's got well, a ton of stories. Well, have him um, have him mention me. I'll, I'll get him on the list. Uh, one thing that he that you got that he just you you have a collector's card made from the icon. He doesn't yet. 
I'm sorry, say that one more time. You broke up a little bit. Well, what I was saying is the one thing that you have that he doesn't is you have a collector's card that was made from the icon. Uh, he doesn't yet. Uh, okay. Well, I'll, I'll hit I'll hit the icon up and make sure all the information is squared away and pictures and everything. Okay, okay cool. Because uh, you know uh, you you know which collector's card I'm feeling. That, that's the picture where you're chewing on the belt. I made you that little collector's card. Yes, I love it. That's actually that's actually my husband's belt. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Uh, <laughs> I kind of borrowed it for a quick little photo. <laughs> well, hey, it it it, it worked wonders uh, for what we had to do with it, but I, I love it. So we have uh, Ashley Gonzalez here. We got about uh, five minutes here with Ashley. So uh, basically, when you uh, when you're able to get back in the ring, you're going to be at full steam. Yeah, by the time I, I figure, I figure by June I'll be full steam. And uh, and you said uh, there's a there's a couple uh, gals that you're gunning for, or is it guys that you're gunning for, or both? Both. Okay. Well, I'll tell you, um, big swing, Granny. Well, I don't know if big swing is the thing, but uh, Granny, would you say it'd probably be a bad idea to get on the wrong side of the Gonzalez? Oh, I'm, I'm most definitely, I mean, just listening to this conversation, I mean, I wouldn't want to make her mad. I mean, you know, I would rather be in her corner than against her. I mean, you know, (laughs) and I'm not even, I'm not even a wrestler, even though, even though some of my wrestling family has threatened to throw me in the ring a few times, you know, I've been, I've been handcuffed to a manager, you know, I mean, I've had Tommy Dreamer take my cane out before I had my first knee replacement. I had Tommy Dreamer take my pulled up cane out of my hand one night at a TCW show and use it on the guy he was wrestling against, you know. And handcuffs are the fun Tommy part. Dream- <laughs> well, see, they told me before the show, they told me before the show that we, that they were going to handcuff me to Pierce. And I'm like, okay, fine, whatever. Now, my wrestling family, they take very good care of me, and they make sure that Granny does not get hurt. So I pretty much, you know, within reason, I pretty much do whatever they ask me to do, you know, as long as it's not dangerous to my health, which, you know, I know that's never going to happen. So they always take very good care of me. So because when I did have my first one of my knee replacements, I actually had to keep my leg and my knee elevated and... I was teasing them about getting me a recliner chair to sit in that night at the show, and bless their hearts, where they had the show at, they had a big old flight of steps, and I knew I couldn't get down those steps, so they made arrangements for me to park behind the building and walk in from the back door onto the gym floor, and they had one of those big comfy leather office chairs there for me with a footstool and everything and had the sign reserved for Granny Holster. So, you know, my wrestling family takes care of me, you know. <laughs> and they oh, yeah. get hurt. <laughs> but, yes, I would definitely yeah, I, I, be on I take her side, of, not, not against her, you know. I take care of my people unless they, unless they irritate me and I get over it. <laughs> and, uh, you know, and on the contrary, the, the reason why I, I, I stopped calling Ashley so many times is, not because of the fear of the restraining order, it's the fear of Ashley herself. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> j- just just so we're on the same page, it, it, the uh, uh, the uh, the restraining order is not what scared me. It's Ashley herself. So there you go. Uh, You're well, not the I'll first one to say that. 
Yeah, so we got uh, we got about uh, two minutes with Ashley. Uh, real quick here, uh, is there anything else you want to tell our uh, fans or your future opponents before uh, you sign off with us? As soon as this baby comes out, I'm coming for everybody. I don't care if you're a guy, a girl, a tag team, or a faction. I'm coming for you. Watch out, well, people. <laughs> there, there's no what we want to thank you uh, for taking time schedule uh, to join us, and uh, we hope everything uh, goes well. Baby, let us know uh, when the little one arrives, uh, so we can let our fans know, and uh, maybe we can start a little uh, a pool for height. All right, thank you guys for having me. I look forward to yeah, thanks, keeping Ashley. in contact with you. You're welcome. Have a good thanks, night. Ashley Gonzalez, ladies and gentlemen, what a treat that was. And I poor pity anybody that has to get in the ring with her. Uh, so, yeah, um, it is what it is. So we'll just wait for our, our, our next to call, our next guest to call in. Uh, we do actually have them on a, two, a 210 number, right? Uh, yes, I believe so. So uh, if you want to put them through, I yep. will uh, go ahead and introduce them. All right, there, there you go. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, about to step through the ropes right now, he is Mr. Studtacular himself. I give you, without further ado, he is Bryson Scott. Hey, this is Bryson Scott. You're listening to the Attitude Area. Live with the host, the icon, the big swing, Grant and Granny Holster. What's up, hey, guys? How's it going? Good. Wow. How's it going, man? Awesome. Uh, uh, here's how. Here's how we're gonna. Here's how we're gonna do this here, Bryson. Uh, what we're gonna do is we're gonna be give us a little background about yourself, uh, and then uh, we'll. Uh, uh, I'll ask some questions, and we'll have ask a few questions, and we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tough questions. So. You want to give us a little background about yourself, then we can chat with you. All right. Um, go ahead. Let's let's see. Um, I've been in the professional wrestling business for twelve years. Um, I started in Virginia with Vanguard Championship Wrestling, making my debut in March of two thousand eight. Um, in two thousand ten, I joined the military. I shipped off to Port Hood, Texas, to where I was there until February of 2011, went to Iraq for 11 months, came home, uh, continued serving in the military for until 2016 while still wrestling um, throughout Texas, um, got out of the military in 2016, and um, I've been on the road ever since, uh, wrestled for WWE 205 Live, uh, in July of 2017 here in San Antonio. Done a bunch of extra work with them. Uh, right now I hold the Rising Phoenix Championship for Fearless Pro Wrestling out of Houston. Uh, Mr. Spectacular is our guest here. we got 28 minutes here with uh, uh, Bryson Scott, and we uh, we do want to thank you for your service. Uh, you know, being in the military is, is a big uh, – we support our military uh, here especially those that have served 
and those that continue to serve and those that have uh, uh, given the ultimate sacrifice for our country. Uh, we love all our service members, so we do appreciate that. So uh, you mentioned uh, being in the military, so now we know why uh, all the uh, the the bad guys in uh, Iraq have uh, given up and uh, fled because uh, uh, they knew that you were over there. Would, would that be a safe assumption? I mean, you could assume that. You could assume that. Uh, that's awesome. Uh, so now, with uh, your tenure in the business, um, do you uh, do you find yourself uh, in your wrestling style? Are you more of a high flyer like a Rey Mysterio? Are you a technical wrestler like Bret Hart, or would you consider yourself more like an ass kicker like a Stone Cold Steve Austin? Um. I consider myself a mixture of all. Um, just, I used to be more of a high flyer. You know, like I said, I was in the military for six years. I've been wrestling 12 years, so it kind of takes a toll on you. And I'm 32 years old. So, kind of, I, I say I'm laying off the high flying stuff, but last show I was on, I was hit tossed out of the ring. So, <laughs> um, but. Yeah, I would, I would say it's more of a mixture. I'm more of a technical guy now. And uh, would you consider yourself to be a uh, more of a baby face, a heel, an in-betweeny, or are you what crowd decides that you're going to be? I mainly work heel. You lean towards heel, which brings me to my next uh, point. Uh, Granny... Uh, we have uh, Mr. Stutzhagen oh, here. We have we have we have 26 minutes, uh, and we uh, we know how you feel about the heels. So why don't you tell us what you well, got for our guest? Yeah, Bryce is yeah, well, Go ahead. Granny. Well, with the, with the name of Mr. Spectacular, he's got to be heel. I mean, you know, that's just all there is to it. But now I'm not a wrestler, and you know, with the name of Granny Holster, it's just a gimmick name that was given to me 25 plus years ago because I'm a huge fan of the sport. Although I've been threatened, been thrown in the ring a few times, but I don't like the heels, and I can talk some pretty good smack. So I need to get you to Arkansas or Oklahoma for some wrestling shows. We we haven't had any shows in Arkansas lately due to the COVID-19, and hopefully we'll get those started up soon. So Granny needs to get you to Arkansas or Oklahoma to come to a wrestling show so I can see you wrestle. But I have a lot of friends that wrestle in Texas, so you may know some of my wrestling buddies in Texas. I don't I don't know, but you may know yeah, quite a few of them. But Barrett Brown, 50 caliber Barrett. Barrett Brown. You know Barrett? Barrett oh, my, okay. Me and Barrett have wrestled. Okay. Uh, he gave me a uh, in my head. T- Oh, wow. Um, Tim Storm, he wrestles down in Texas a lot. Um, I wrestled Tim Storm. Let's see. Oh, you probably know quite a few, quite a few of my wrestling buddies in in Texas, but I I don't get to Texas to see wrestling shows as as much as I would like to, unfortunately. But uh, that being said, um, one of my questions is, what has been one of your most difficult matches you've had in your career? And first of all, and thank you for your service, by the way, because I really appreciate all the servicemen and women that you know fight for our country so so definitely thank you for your service what you did for 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 all of us when you were in the military so yes sir um my toughest match i would probably say would have probably been barrett me and him like i said we wrestled twice and 
definitely my most physical matches. <clears throat> well, Barrett's pretty awesome. I've known Barrett for, well, I first met Barrett Brown, Barrett and his mom and dad when Barrett started wrestling for traditional championship wrestling when they were running in Arkansas. That's where I first got to meet Barrett and his family. So I've known Barrett for several years. So he's very talented at what he does. I met Barrett and his family 11 days after I returned home from Iraq at a show in uh, Copper's Cove, Texas. Oh, wow. I I still remember it to this day because that's the same day that I met uh, Matt Bourne, the original Joint of Clown. Yes, yes, Matt. God rest his soul. I I I knew Matt when Matt used to wrestle for tra- traditional championship wrestling as well. I I knew got to know Matt Bourne as well. So, uh, yes, lots lots of great people in the state of Texas that are wrestlers for sure. So, who has been one of your most inspirations that you know that you admire in the business? I mean, My who wife. did you look up to? Your wife. <laughs> Well, good answer. Good answer. <laughs> my, my wife's but, broken down so many barriers in the wrestling business as the first woman to ever wrestle for Ring of Honor. Um, oh, wow. Yeah, so I, my wife, she's done a lot, and she's doing a lot now. With the, She's producing a documentary about the whole speaking out movement and stuff like that. So she's not, she didn't just help establish, like, for build the women's wrestling yeah they they did now but they she also broke barriers down back then for these girls now and um wow that that's definitely one of my most inspirational ones but like as ones that i like to watch and inspired me to wrestle i would say sting Shawn michaels great muda um kristen wall being like awesome awesome you know, uh, you mentioned that, we, and we have uh, Mr. Setacular here w- uh, with us. We have about uh, 22 minutes here. Uh, you know, you mentioned, um, you know, your uh, wife uh, wrestling. Um, are you uh, able to uh, reveal her name? And if so, do you think she might be willing to be a guest on the show at some point? Yes, my wife. Was, she was um, once known in TNA as Nurse Veronica. She's now known, or she's also been known as Simply Luscious, but she now goes by Luscious Veronica Scott. And uh, now, do you guys uh, ever wrestle together? And you do ever do any mixed tags, or uh, do you yes, ever manage yes, her? Yes. Does she ever manage you? I, I manage her. She's managed me. We've done multiple mixed tags. Um, we're actually scheduled to do one on the twenty fourth of this month. And uh, you know. With, uh, you know, all this stuff going on in the world, you know, especially COVID, uh, you know, I've, I've, I've asked a lot of wrestlers this. Uh, how has uh, COVID uh, affected, uh, it's obviously affected your career, but have you had to blank out your calendar to a certain point? Uh, have you had shows postponed or canceled that will get made up? Uh, what is uh, what has COVID uh, uh, done with your uh, career outlook uh, as of late? Um Man, for two, three months, it just wiped my calendar completely clean. Um, the first month when they pretty much named it a pandemic, um, in March, we had a whole calendar was filled. Me and my wife were going to be on the road every weekend. And 
was right before March they announced that and everything shut down and now have you heard if those uh, shows will be made up or um, uh, are you just uh, looking to uh, get back into the swing uh, with different shows um, I mean some of the I, I wrestle for a lot of the same promotions so and they run monthly so a lot of those you know they're, they're starting back up like Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance is in Corpus, they haven't had a show in a while, and they're going to do a drive-in show, which is going to be pretty cool. Different, different vibe. Never done one of those, so I'm I'm looking forward to that. And uh, we have uh, Mr. Stud Tagler as our guest here. We got 19 minutes here with the uh, with the Studster here. So uh, I'm kind of curious. Um, uh, how does uh, how does uh, one get the persona, Mr. Stud Tagler? Kind of tell it. Give us a little background on that. I'm kind of I'm kind of curious, and I know that uh, Granny loves her studs, so kind of give us a little uh, background on that. <laughs> it all came from a horrible haircut, actually. I I just got out of the army. I was letting my hair grow. I let my beard grow out, so it was really bushy. I wasn't like maintaining it and nothing, and I just had this weird. I combed my hair weird one day and. You know, I wasn't in the best shape when I got out of the military. I'll admit it. I had just gotten back from Korea and stuff like that. And um, I was pasty, white, chunky. And, um, you know, I wanted to be a heel. I'd always been a baby face because I was so small. Well, I just was thinking, and I don't know how I came up with it, but it, it popped into my head, and I ran with it. It's been fun. It's now definitely, um, it's definitely evolving. evolving. Now, if our uh, if our fans wanted uh, that are listening, uh, you know, all over the country, uh, they happen to be um, uh, in uh, your neck of the woods where you're wrestling. Uh, let us know um, when your next match is, where it is, and uh, if uh, you have taken information and who you might be wrestling. Um, September twenty-fourth. My wife and myself will be wrestling Estella Galactica and Chrissy Jane for local wrestling out of Houston. Um, then September 26th, we will be in Corpus Christi for Gulf Coast Wrestling Alliance. After that is October 10th <clears throat> back in Houston for Fearless Pro. And then October 24th, back in Houston for TPP. Now, uh, and I'm sure that uh, you plan on being victorious uh, for all those matches, correct? Always, always, got to. Now, uh, with, uh, with with those matches that are coming up, um, you, so you don't know who your opponents are going to be? Or uh, um, if you do, have you wrestled them before? I've, I've wrestled, I've actually wrestled both um, Estelle Galactica and Chrissy James before, um, not together. I wrestled Chrissy with my wife, and Danny Kent was Chrissy's tag partner. Um, I've wrestled Estelle Galactica, oh man, I couldn't tell you how many times, so we know each other like the back of our hands. Um, the 26th, I'm not even sure what I'm doing under my wife. And a fatal four-way match. Um, 
October 10th, I'm wrestling Jared Wayne, who I've wrestled one time before. And October 24th, I am wrestling Christian Blake out of Louisiana, who I've wrestled twice. And, uh, you know, as a wrestler, um, you know, we, we know that most uh, wrestlers have, uh, you know, a great finisher. We're kind of curious. What is your finishing maneuver? Tell us what's involved and let us know if it has a name. Um, I have two different ones that I use. I either use the Shining Lizard or the Fog Splash. Now, I, I haven't given them any special names because um, I like to pay that respect. You know, Eddie Grow used it as the Fog Splash. If Eddie Grow is not going to change it, what gives me the right to change it? And the same with well, the yeah. Shining Lizard. Great to use that, and I I don't want to change I don't want to change it to make it more personal for me as well. Well, yeah, well I was kind of thinking that you like throw like uh, the stud nader or the the stud master or the uh, uh, studs or something like that. Uh, you know, if you ever uh, I, I do, if you ever need I do like if, if you, a version I do like a version of the claymore claymore shit kick is the same thing, and I call that a stud finder. Oh, there you go. <laughs> that works. Uh, I kind of like that. Uh, we have the uh, stud masters, I guess. Here we got uh, 14 minutes here with uh, the man. Uh, so um, the next question I'm going to ask you, I'm going to put it to you. I always ask every uh, independent wrestler that we have uh, on the show this question, uh, and no one has ever answered it the same way. So I'm going to put it to you, a two-part question. Uh, let's say that uh, AEW or the WWE is at an event and they, they see you wrestle and they uh, they talk to you after the match and they, uh, hey, you should come out and try out with us and then they offer you a contract. Two-part question. One, is that something you'd want to do? And if you do get that big-time deal, uh, would you uh, not big-time with us and still be our friend and still chat with us? Um, first off, I, I would not sign one with WWE but I would with AEW or Impact or anywhere else. Um, and I'm, I'm not one of those people that forget where I came from. I'm always a humble person. I am a heel, but I'm still humble. So, no, I would not forget y'all. That's awesome. And uh, if our fans wanted to uh, to check you out and uh, see what you're doing, uh, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, what do you got? Yeah, I've got I've got a Facebook, um, www.facebook.com backslash Bryson Scott. Instagram is Mr. underscore Spectacular. On Twitter, Mr. Spectacular, BS. Um, on YouTube, I do have a channel, just Bryson Scott. Twitter, <clears throat> nothing like that. Um, well, you know, you mentioned uh, your YouTube uh is there uh, any particular uh, match on there that uh, you'd want uh, uh, fans to gravitate towards that you're particularly proud of that you'd want everybody to check out? Uh, either my match with Toby Carino from Vanguard Championship Wrestling in Virginia or my match with Cam Cole for New Texas Pro. Awesome. Can we did set up a say, video did of you? you say, uh, did you say Cam Cole, Bryson? Did you yes, say Cam ma'am. Cole? I I know Cam as well. Uh, he wrestled for uh, WCWA up here in Arkansas when we were when they were running shows, and I know Will all day also, so very well. I so. wrestled Will as well. 
And Ryan Davidson, do you know Ryan Davidson? I think he's from Texas. I know. Yep, I know Ryan too. I haven't wrestled him yet. I actually, I actually got to chop Ryan Davidson last year at a WCWA show for Rumble Road. His opponent was the Magnificent Malico, and That's he awesome. was uh, and Ma- Malico. Yes, he is. Malico held him, and I actually got they got pictures of me chopping Ryan Davidson. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, so you know, I call, he knows a lot of he knows a lot of my wrestling, wrestling buddy. He knows a lot of my wrestling buddies in Texas. It sounds like he knows a lot. Well, I, Granny, what I'm wondering is, is what we would have to do to set up a video of him frog splashing the icon. I don't know. <laughs> Can you set that up? I think so. I, I think so. What do you think, Icon? Icon, well, could you take icon, a frog splash for us? <laughs> I have taken a frog. I have taken a frog, uh, frog splash before, um, yeah. and uh, uh, I, I still live to tell about it. Uh, as a matter of fact, after I got frog splashed, I was out of it for a little bit, and then I uh, decided to. Uh, well, I'm not going to let this guy get one over on me, so uh, you know. And I gave him my finishing maneuver, and that was it. And uh, you want to go ahead and tell us what your finishing maneuver is? Yeah. Uh, Stuntmaster, my uh, finishing maneuver is called the junk punch him in the man business. Uh, as long as the official's back is turned, it works perfectly. So, in other words, it's a disqualification. Oh, yeah, well, yes. If, if the official's back is turned, I suppose it works. Sure. But. <laughs> so, uh, the Stuntmaster, I guess, here, we got about uh, uh, 10 minutes here with the uh, Stuntmaster. Uh, so, you know, you, you mentioned that, uh, you know, you and, uh, you know, your wife wrestle together, sometimes together, sometimes, uh, uh, apart. Do you, uh, do you prefer it better, uh, when you guys are uh, tagging up or, uh, or, or when you guys are managing each other or do you not have a preference? I, I just, I don't have a preference as long as I'm with my family because my family goes everywhere with me. I have two kids that go to the shows with us. Um, so as long as they're with me, I don't care, honestly. Now, is it uh, – do you have uh, – in all understanding, if you don't want to mention this, but is it uh, two boys, boy and a girl, two girls? Boy, boy and a girl, seven and five. Okay, and now are you going to let them uh, – uh, will you uh, let them become wrestlers or are you going to try to steer, steer them away from that? I, I'm gonna let them do whatever they want. Um, it's their life. Yes, I'm their parent, but it's their life. They have their own choices to make, so that's on them. Um, my daughter already tells me she wants to wrestle. Um, just before this, I was I I work from home right now, and um, my daughter came in my office and she goes, "Daddy, when you're off work, we're gonna wrestle in the living room." So my my daughter definitely. Definitely wants to do it, and uh, it's cool because she'll be a third generation. I'm a second generation wrestler. My father was an independent wrestler in South Carolina. So now your daughter has never done a uh, flying elbow off the top of the couch on you, has she? No, they're more like just regular splashes, no elbows. I got, I've caught a couple of knees in the ribs. <laughs> uh, man, you know. You know, I'll tell you what, I, I I sure hate to see what your family's like when there's uh <clears throat> there's only uh 
there's only uh one uh there's only one uh, uh, uh <laughs> well, yeah, when there's only one drumstick and chicken left, I sure hate to see what happens there. <laughs> <laughs> So well, bunch next of, time, uh, next time you see Cam and Cole and Will all day, or some of my other Texas buddies, you'll have to tell them that Granny Holster and family said hello. Will do. You know, and uh, you know, uh, I uh, I usually go down to Texas uh, usually once a year in January uh, uh, for the FCS football game, but uh, since you know football's been. Um, uh, uh, Put on hold because of COVID. Uh, you know, I'm not going to be able to get down to uh, Frisco, Texas this year. But uh, I'll tell you what, though, I, I love the state of Texas. Uh, you know what they say: everything's bigger in Texas, including the wrestling. So, uh, you know, it's awesome. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we have uh, we have Bryson Scott as our guest here, the stud master, uh, with us. We got uh, a few minutes here left. Uh, if uh, uh, if there's one thing that uh, you could uh, let our uh, fans listening know uh, before we sign off with you, uh, what uh, what do you want them to? What's one thing you want them to know about you or uh, look forward to uh, with some things that you got coming up? Um, honestly, I'm, I'm going to plug a documentary that I was in. It's about myself and two other military veterans who all served in Iraq. Uh, we were all diagnosed with post traumatic stress disorder, PTSD, and um, we got together and we filmed a documentary about how we use professional wrestling to cope with it. Um, this documentary was um, covered by Rolling Stone, Support, Sports Illustrated, Vice Sports, NHK Japan. It was on Michael Strahan in the morning. Um, we also did an episode on Comedy Central with Jordan Klepper for his series, um, that documentary is called Bahala Club. It is on Facebook. You can go and like that if you would. And also it's on Amazon Prime for your viewing pleasure. And we'll definitely have our fans check that out. Uh, what is the documentary called? Bahala Club. B-A-L-H-A-L-L-A. Awesome. <clears throat> well, uh, you know, uh, Bryson, we can't... Uh, you know, we can't uh, thank you enough for uh, all you've done for your service, uh, the service that you've provided to your country, uh, being a guest on our show and uh, everything you do in the wrestling business. And uh, maybe, uh, you know, after, uh, you know, uh, things uh, settle down a little bit, uh, maybe we can get uh, both you and your wife on uh, um, and uh, have you guys on again. And then uh, we can uh, uh, see if we can't uh, – have you guys uh, go back and forth and uh, tell uh, tell everybody how much you guys love the icon at the same time? That would be kind of cool, I think. <laughs> we could definitely work something out. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, Bryson, you're awesome, and uh, uh, thanks, Bryson. Good luck in your good luck in your next match. And uh, uh, oh yeah, real quick here, um, I almost forgot. Uh, I'm going to send you an address. Hopefully, uh, you and your wife can send us some autographs for our December show giveaway. We'd appreciate it. Anything you can do for us, we'd appreciate it. Yeah, I got you. Man. Awesome. Thanks, Bryson. You have a great night, man. Be safe out there, and uh, we will definitely have you and your wife on again. You guys have a good one. Thank you.
Bryson the Studmaster. All right. Wow, that was cool. All right. Yeah, that was awesome. Um, so um, here's what we're going to do. We're going to wait to see if our guest calls in. If not, I'm going to try and get a hold of him. Um, just, okay, I mean, uh, I can call him from the, the studio number if need be, but, I mean, is it going to be something that's super long distance for you? Uh, no, it's just that uh, I, I, the way I understood it is uh, I, I think he wants us to call him. So, you know, Which I can uh, do if you need me to. Well, wh- well, why don't you go ahead and try calling him? Hang on. Let me pull up the number here. Because the text message I got, I was under the impression calling him. So, um, where are you? There you are. All right. Um, let me uh, let me pull it up here. I don't want to, I don't want to say his number on the air, but. Oh, whoops! Hang on. So he is, he is expecting a uh, a call. Yes. I'll say it again. I'll talk to him. What's going on? Hello. Magic. What's going on? Hey, uh, we're about to uh, put you on the air. Uh, you ready to go on with us? Yeah, man. Uh, just tell me what you need. Tell me kind of a plan here. Okay. Uh, well, basically what we're going to do is uh, I'm going to put you on hold. We'll bring you on. I'll introduce you, and then you can do the introduction I sent you. And then we'll uh, talk to you about uh, your career, what you've done in the past, and what you're doing now. And uh, we'll, uh, okay. we'll have some fun. So let me uh, – this introduction thing, that's what you t- – What's that? Huh? That introduction is what you text me earlier. Correct. Correct. So I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, I'm here. Brought to you by whatever you said there. After what? What? Write this down so I know it for sure. <laughs> you there? Yeah, I'm here. Yeah. Yep. Okay. So I, I have to write all that stuff down. What exactly do you want me to say? Uh, Make sure we're well, on the same I'll page. Well, I'll tell you what. I, well, what I'll do is I'll uh, I'll go ahead and uh, I'll text you the script again. That way you'll have okay. it. And you can just read right from the right from the text. Okay. Okay. All right. All right, man. All right, and then I'll uh, introduce you, and then uh, we will uh, we'll have some fun. All right. So you're gonna text me that now? Yep. And uh, it's coming to you right now. I'll make sure you got it, and I'll put you on hold. No, introduce yeah, you. Yeah, I got it here. Yeah. All right. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go back to the uh, uh, studio, and then I'm gonna introduce you. Okay. Uh, got it. All right. You got it. All right. Okay. Uh, big swing, Granny. I got our our guest ready. Uh, so uh, okay. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna go ahead and introduce him, and then uh, we'll have some fun. All right, guys. All righty. All right. Here we go. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, about to step to the ropes right now, 
This man needs no introduction because he is a legend. But I'm going to give you his name anyway. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you Magic Schwartz. Hey, this is Magic Schwartz. You're listening to Attitude Era Live with the host Icon, Big Swing, and Granny Hulkster. Hey, Magic, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. uh, Well, I'll tell you what. We want to thank you for uh, joining us tonight. Uh, We have, um, well, we have about, um, well, we have about 29 minutes here with you. Uh, So if, uh, here's what we'll do. Uh, We'll have you give us a little background about yourself, and then uh, I'll ask you a few questions, and we'll do a roundtable, and we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you a few hard-hitting questions. So uh, if you want to give us a little background, then we'll chat with you. Okay, you want the background now? Sure, go ahead. Well, uh, I grew up with a lot of crazy stuff, raced motorcycles and kind of got into stunt work and got me into the movie business. And the movie business got me a lead role in a wrestling movie called Grunt the Wrestling Movie. And then I turned that into a wrestling career at the same time I was still doing my acting career. So I did 11 years of pro wrestling two years of USC when it first started. We did 25. And, uh, and uh, of course, one of your uh, most uh, famous roles uh, was in a favorite movie of mine, uh, Over the Top. And uh, I believe that uh, you had to uh, you had to have a battle with Rambo, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, uh, kind of intriguing because I was up for the, the movie Cobra. I was the guy, the crazy guy with the knife, but they decided to uh, go with another person, so I kind of felt guilty about it because he wanted me in the movie, so he kind of gave me a special thumbs up to get in uh, over the top. And uh, It's strange. A lot of people don't know some of the people in that movie. The guy that slapped me in the face, Richard Giacchetti, who is Mike Tyson's and Sly were good friends, but I really enjoyed working with Sly. He always treated me nice. He uh, he had broken his right hand when he did Rocky, so I had to arm wrestling and squeeze his hand very slightly and still act like I was trying to kill him. That was kind of an interesting part of it. And um, also um, in that movie, um, uh, there was another famous wrestler in that movie, uh, Terry Funk, uh, I'm sure you did some hangout with him, if I'm not mistaken. Oh, Terry and I are best friends, and uh, yeah, we hung out together doing that movie. We, we've done a couple other things too together, but uh, he's a great guy. One of the best there is, and uh, he'll always be one of my favorites. And uh, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna ask uh, another quick question, and uh, we'll kind of go around the room here. Uh, in another uh, one of my uh, favorite movies uh, that you were in, uh, uh, a movie named after a famous wrestler, you know, Steve Austin, you were in the movie Stone Cold with the Boz. Uh, what was it like working with Brian Bosworth? Well, uh, I met Brian through Lance Hendrickson. Lance Hendrickson uh, needed a bike built. In L.A., Brian's bike. And Lance introduced me to him as far as helping him become a real biker type. Actually, both of them. It was working with him was really nice. Uh, I, I had a good time. I learned a lot. Uh, I basically 
not only was an actor, but I was an assistant to the director for the script, had to change the script a lot. Uh, Brian uh, was still had kind of an ego back then, and uh, he was still the boss, basically. So he mellowed out quite a bit during that movie. It was, it was an interesting movie in the way that I did a, a motorcycle stunt in that movie. It cost $3 million to kill me. And that was at the end of the movie when the helicopter blows up. Brian's, Brian's oh, a good damn. guy. He's, he and I are actually business partners right now on a piece of fitness equipment. So we're still in touch with each other. Uh, and, uh, you know, I'll understand if you turn me down, but do you think maybe you could get us uh, – Put me in touch with him. Uh, he might be willing to be a guest on our show. Uh, I could work on that. Uh, usually, when anybody wants to do anything like that, they have to go through his agent because he doesn't really talk to many people. But I'll, I'll see what I could do. Yeah, my my favorite thing about uh, Brian Bosworth is uh, him uh, referring to John Elway as a horse face, I've, and I've I've loved him ever since then. <clears throat> well, you know the interesting part about Brian is when he did that. When when Bo ran over him in the Super Bowl playoffs, he never was able to live that down until they actually did that Dr. Pepper commercial together. And uh, actually, I think it wasn't a doctor. It was a car commercial. And they right. made up. And I didn't think that would ever happen because Brian was pretty uh, upset about that. You know, but things go the way they go, man. He was a great running back, and Brian was a great linebacker. Uh, the magician, Magic uh, Swartz, is our guest here. We got, uh, well, we got about uh, thirty minutes here with uh, with the man, uh, Granny. What do you got for our guest, the famous actor, the magician? Go ahead. What do you got? Well, what I mean, what do you enjoy more? I mean, do you enjoy wrestling more? Do you enjoy acting more, or do you like them both? Well, I think they kind of go hand in hand because you got to have a good line of shit when you talk to people, and being an actor helped you do that. But I had fun Very doing true. both of them at the same time. You know, they were both Very fun. Very true. I, was, I wouldn't what do it was any other way. Your, I did it. Oh, of course. What was one of your most challenging matches you've ever had in your career? I'd say between two would be Bruiser Brody and my last wrestling match, official wrestling last match, was Dr. D. David Schultz. Oh, wow. Yeah. Now, now was that uh, when you had uh, Dr. Uh, uh, when you had David Schultz, was that before or after the slap heard around the world? That was after. Yeah. After, okay. Yeah. All right. So and for those of you the world, know, that's- that slap around the world cost Vince McMahon five hundred thousand bucks, and it cost Dex his career. Yeah, uh, for those of you who don't know, uh, and I, I remember the the uh, we talked about it on the show before. Uh, Doctor, uh, uh, he had uh, slapped uh, John Stossel. John Stossel, uh, yeah. And uh, if you ask me, and uh, I probably shouldn't say this, but John Stossel was actually it. asking for it, but. Uh, he deserved it. That's your part. I know. That's my you opinion. He you deserved it. You know, people think people think what they think about wrestling, but you know what? Try doing that every night in a different city, all over the world, and getting thrown in the ass every every night for a few years, and then have somebody tell you it's fake that it's never a live match. 
Well, you know, uh, Granny uh, has set, said on the show that uh, she has a, a friend that used to hold up a sign, wrestling is real, people are fake. Would you yeah, agree? I had a little boy. I, I had a little boy hold up a sign one time at a TCW show. It said, wrestling is real, people are fake. Yeah. Well, the deal with professional wrestling is you're you're there to sell tickets, okay? And even though a lot of the outcome of matches is predetermined in some ways, sometimes it doesn't work out that way. You got to figure out. You got to be an excellent showman to go in there and change things around without everybody knowing what was supposed to happen. A lot of injuries. That's true. You know, when That's people true. get injured, I have high friends dying all the time from being wrestlers. And you know, if it was fake, they wouldn't be dying, and they wouldn't get killed in the ring if it was fake. So. It's no pro wrestler likes to hear that, no matter who they are. Oh, I I, I totally agree. I'm sorry, uh, Magic Schwartz is our guest here. We got uh, well, we got about 25 minutes here with the man. Uh, uh, no, I'll let you finish your thought. Uh, uh, then Big Swing, I'll have a few questions for you. Uh, go ahead, finish your thought there. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No, that's all right, man. Uh, not many people know this, but Mickey Rourke did that movie, The Wrestler. Mm-hmm. And right. He designed he designed his character after me. That was about me, basically. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I was Mickey. Uh, I was Mickey's bodyguard for six years. You know, and that that's interesting because uh, you know I love the movie The Wrestler, and I know a lot of wrestlers love the movie too. Uh, what. And I always thought that was real because weird because uh, you know you mentioned you mentioned that a lot of people thought it was loosely based on Jake the Snake Roberts, but now we know the truth. No, well, you notice he's got long blonde hair, which I had. He wore hearing aids, which I had, and he lived in a van, which I did. So, and Mickey Mickey called me. I was in Las Vegas with my wife. Mickey called me and asked me if I'd seen the movie yet. I said no. He goes, well. You need to go see it because it's about you. So if you look in the Chicago Tribune, it talks about Mickey saying that he designed a character in that movie after me. And uh, after you saw it, uh, what, did, what did you think? Were you honored or were you uh, yeah, were you I was honored. uneasy about it? I was honored. You know, as everybody knows that knows anything about this business, as wrestlers finish their career, they either they do it well or they do it really bad and a lot of them don't have any money saved it becomes a very dark thing for a lot of people which in that movie portrayed some of the darkness you might see in it but you know some people spend all their money and they didn't invest it properly and they just go down the tube and some people don't you know like the rock people like that they know what they're doing uh we have uh we have uh uh, the ma- the magician as our guest here. We got uh, well, we got about uh, twenty five minutes or so left with the man. Uh, Big swing. What do you got for our guest? Go ahead. Well, the um, I, I didn't know that the Mickey Swartz character in the movie was based on you, so that's pretty cool because I do love that movie. Uh, however, I, I did know about your fight scene with Van Dam, which was pretty awesome, uh, but. You know, just just uh, touching on your point here a minute ago, you talked about the, the word fake, and I, I've brought that up several times uh, with wrestlers on the independent cycle and former WWE, WCW guys. 
uh, about how people tend to throw that word out there. Do you feel, however, that movies about wrestling or TV shows about wrestling uh, that aren't an actual wrestling program like a Raw or a SmackDown, but like movies made about the life kind of makes people feel that way a little bit? Because, I mean, uh, you know, uh, or, or do you feel movies kind of help people to understand a little better? Well, it depends on how they're done. Like when the, when I did, I don't know if you're familiar with Grunt, the wrestling movie. Uh, I've heard of it. Yeah, I, I, I own it. I own it. Okay. Yeah, I have the special. Well, yeah, what happened was what happened was Mondo Guerrero was my coach for that wrestling movie, and I I only had two weeks of training for it, and I got to meet a lot of the old time guys and and mostly like Lucha Libre guys, and let me tell you what they take that sport very seriously. And when somebody tells them that they think it's fake, they do about what Dr. D did to Stossel. And mm. it's it's a hard business. It's cruel. There's money to be made and there's money to be lost. And your body pays for it all. Do you kind of have you have you disconnected in a way uh, from the wrestling business um, in, in recent years because of? what they're doing now necessarily. I mean, with the whole PG era and, and, and everything being clean and, and, and all that, or, or do you still watch and follow it? No, I don't follow it. Uh, I, I follow a lot of my friends that were in the business. We talk on Facebook and stuff, but mm. uh, the, the, the sport has totally changed. I know everybody can see that. It's all like a TNA show. And it's been maybe 15 minutes of wrestling out of an hour show. And there's no shoots anymore, and you know it's just—it's all acrobatics, and uh, it's just not. Well, that's the thing. There, there, there's no shoots anymore because, you know, a lot of those uh, are unscripted. Like uh, you think of in 2010, I believe it was 2010, the CM Punk uh, pipe bomb that, that that he dropped, which was all unscripted until they finally turned his mic off. Um, they don't want. They don't want guys coming out uh, and, and saying things that wouldn't be perceived well in the media or, or not politically correct or things like that. So, yeah, it, it, it kind of takes away the whole shoot aspect of it. And when they do shoot, and I'm going to put shoot in air quotes here, uh, when they do shoot it, it's usually really, really corny stuff that, that's pre-written for them. So, so yeah, it yeah. definitely has yeah. changed. I, I grew up in well, the Attitude Era, and that, that was some of the best trash talk uh, ever. And, and now it's just corny. Well, the, the old-timers, there was mm. no script. They, they didn't need a script because they were so good at what they did. They go in there and mm. they put a show on, and that's that's the way it was. You know, mm-hmm. There was no, no script. There wasn't need for script. You know, when, when Vince took the wrestling business to a level of entertainment where there was no athletic commission anymore, then basically you had hobby Hollywood writers in there writing the matches up, you know. And that's that's mm. one of the downfalls that I saw sport took was when it went to strict entertainment. That's true. Uh, I mean, sports true. entertainment and wrestling were totally different things. I mean, that, that's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was, what was it? You know, the matches oh. over here are nothing like they are in Japan. Oh, well, Japan's brutal. Yeah. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, we Magic- loved it because there was a lot of money to be made over here. Uh, Magic Horse is our guest here. Uh, we have, uh, uh, well, we have about 19 minutes uh, with uh, Magic. 
Uh, now, I w- there's a few other roles I want to ask you about, and uh, I'll understand if uh, if there's anything else you want to touch on besides your past roles. I'll understand that. We can get to that in a little second. But there is, uh, there is one uh, gentleman that you did a show with that I'd like to ask you about. Uh, one of my all-time favorites uh, was uh, when you did Highway to Heaven with Michael Landon. Uh, what, what was he like uh, work to work with? Well, if you, I don't know how old you are, but I'm probably a lot older than all you guys. Uh, I grew up with Bonanza, and Little Joe was probably my favorite character of all TV shows. And when I finally got together with Michael, I was his personal trainer. And then we got the great friendship going on. He put me in Highway to Heaven twice, and I was in a little house in the prairie. And my first marriage, he was my best man at my wedding, and I got married in his house. So I knew him pretty well. And a genius person would write a whole series of shows in less than two weeks for a whole year, gave money away to people he didn't know because he, he was such a giving person. And uh, I had nothing but good things to say about him. He was probably one of my favorite people. And uh, uh, one, one other thing I'll ask you about, then we, then we can touch on your current projects, but, uh, you know, it was also uh, – well, actually, two two questions. One, one about one of your former projects, and then uh, another question I have. Uh, you were also in – if I'm not mistaken, were you not in Tales of the Dark Side 2? Yes, I did. Less, the last episode of Tales, Tales of the Dark Side was done with Steve Strong, and I did that together. And my manager was Vic Tayback from Mel's Diner. And uh, – Steve and I had done Grunt together, and like I think maybe four months later, we got to do Tales from Dark Side together. Uh, Vic Tabeck, that, that had to have been some, some kind of fun working with him. Oh, man, he was a character. Made you laugh all the time. <laughs> yeah, well, I'll I, tell uh, you, Icon, I, I – oh, go ahead, Icon. No, go ahead. No, uh, go ahead. I was just going to say how much I loved – Highway to Heaven and Little House on the Prairie and Bonanza, because I'm 58 years old. I just turned 58 in August. So I remember watching Bonanza as a kid, and I still, to this day, I still watch the old reruns of Little House on the Prairie and Highway to Heaven, and I love those shows. Yeah. So. Well, I got to ask every little Joe question that you could ever ask, I guess. Every time we got together, I, I was always asking about Little Joe and Little Joe, you know. He... he he was part of the writer of that show in the last three years. It was, you know, that's how he got his writing experience. Yeah. Great guy. You know, I, I'm kind of, I'm kind of curious. You know, uh, when you when you appear on these different TV shows, uh, and uh, stop me if I if I get a little off the track here, but uh, when you appear on these uh, TV shows, uh, do you like? Uh, uh, after they air, before they air, do they like give you like a, a like a keepsake copy that you can add to your collection, or is it is it not like that? Are you talking about like a, a script or something like that? You mean? Well, yeah, like 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 a script and like the like the the actual uh, tape of the 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 show, uh, like on VHS or whatever. No, or do you have to no, put it on TV and record it. Yeah, you got to pretty much do that. Sometimes your agent can squeeze that out of them a little bit. But, you know, everything I've ever done, I've always had a video camera with me, and I've always had people shoot me behind the scenes. I've got some incredible footage of Stone Cold. I took a camera with me everywhere I went. We shot behind the scenes of that movie, and it's better than the movie. 
Uh, well, do you think that you'll ever put in uh, put out a uh, uh, like a uh, uh, camera with a magician or something like that? Well, I've, I've got a bodybuilding movie I worked on for twenty years, and I'm going to probably release that. But that's going to be a documentary. Uh, okay, well, let's let's, uh, let's let's get into that a little bit. Uh, we have uh, Magic Sports is our guest. We here we have fifteen minutes. Uh, go ahead, tell us about this uh, documentary that uh, you're putting out, and then uh, are, are you do you have a GoFundMe for it, or tell us a little bit about it? Well, I like I said, I, I carried a camera with me everywhere I went for almost 15 years in Gold's Gym, Venice, and I videoed every single bodybuilding star that ever was anybody. And I've got all that on film. A lot of them aren't around anymore. And uh, I was the first personal trainer at Gold's Gym. So I got to know a lot of them just by being in there all the time. So I've got this movie. It's called The Magic Moments of Bodybuilding. And I'm I'm editing it right now to get all this good stuff in it. And I don't know how soon it will be released or how soon I can get somebody to pick it up and put it on TV. But if it doesn't go TV, I'll probably just do video with it. Uh, and then, um, uh, you know, I'll understand if you, uh, you know, if you, if you can't do it, but, uh, uh, if I were to send you, uh, an address, you think maybe you can, uh, send us some, uh, autographs for our giveaway show in December? Oh yeah. No problem. No problem. Awesome. Now, uh, you know, I, I'm also kind of curious, you know, with, uh, you know, you mentioned the Gold's Gym. So, uh, did you ever meet, uh, guys like, uh, Lex Luger or the Ultimate Warrior? I was in the same wrestling class as Ultimate Warrior and Sting, Mondo and Guerrero and Billy, uh, Billy, uh, I can't think of his last name right now. Anyway, I was in that school. Red Bestine was one of the teachers, I guess you could say. And then Billy was the second teacher. We had the Sting. We had the Angel of Death from Canada, Steve Salvo from Canada, uh, Ultimate Warrior, myself, and a couple other guys. So were were you ever part of Rick Bassman's group then? Yes. Yeah, yes. it was uh yeah, uh of course he was known as uh Jim Helwig back then and yeah. um and of course uh the stinger. Uh Steve Borden. Uh Steve Borden, yeah. Thank you. Uh I see whenever I get put on the spot I can't think of these people's names, but I always have you guys help me out. But well, uh you've been you've you been know, hit with, you've been hit with too many chairs, man. Yeah, yeah, uh, and too many ego shots, basically. <laughs> so, uh, sure. so we could do this here. Uh, get 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 this in time. We, uh, we don't want you to go yet. We still got twelve minutes. I know you. I know you're it's late where you're at, and I know you got a busy schedule tomorrow. But if our fans wanted to check you out and see what you're doing, uh, you got a Facebook, you got an Instagram, you got a YouTube, you got a Twitter, you got a Twitch, you got a GoFundMe. What do you got? I got Facebook. Uh, I haven't put up a fan page. I've got a website, uh, magicschwartz.com. That's S-C-H-W-A-R-Z, no T. And that's about it. I, I haven't really got heavy into all that yet. And uh, with the um, uh, of all the of all the movies that you've done, uh, it, you know, I don't, uh, you know. Uh, unlike uh, unlike me, I, I'll admit I have an ego. You probably guessed that, but uh, you know I'm kind of I'm just kind of wondering like, do you have like a, like a like a den with like all the movie posters of all the movies you've been in, stuff like that, or uh, yep. do you not yep. 
keep track of that stuff? No, I have all. It's all in my study. I, I've got every every movie Mickey did. Pretty much, I've got autographed pictures, posters, marquee posters. Got the marquee poster from Stone Cold. Got a, all the over the top stuff. Uh, got a whole lot of stuff. Now, is there uh, is there any actor that you wanted to work with uh, that you that you haven't had a chance to work with yet, or you're trying to work with? I guess the only actor I ever wanted to work with that I haven't worked with would be uh, uh, let me think for a second, Steven Seagal, so I could choke him out like my judo coach did. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, you you got you you know you did you you worked with Sly, you worked with Van Dam. I mean. Uh, you know, you got to get the trifecta in there, you know? <laughs> well, I did 40 films. And some of those are TV, but I was on, like, the Wide World Sports, all this crazy stuff. But, uh, I, I've, I guess I've never thought about who I, – I wish I could have worked with Michael a little bit more, Michael Landon, because it's such a pleasure to work with him. But I, haven't, I, and, I couldn't uh, think of anybody that I want to work with. And, and uh, barring, the, like, the – the movies that we've already talked about is is there one movie that we haven't talked about that you really really enjoyed being on the set at and, and working on? Uh, probably Angel Heart in Vegas with Mickey. That was that was a lot of fun. We did two movies. We did Johnny Handsome and Angel Heart, both in New Orleans. And we and, did uh, uh, we did Wild Orchid in Brazil. We did Wild Orchid. I, all those movies that Mickey did, I was in like cameos and some of them. And uh, there was uh, uh, also a movie, I, I think you were in it. Uh, I, I may be mistaken, but uh, um, it uh, was it uh, Penitentiary or something? Was that you? Penitentiary 3. Yeah, Leon that's what I, I thought. Kennedy was, was the star of the movie, and uh, I beat up three stunt guys doing that movie. They couldn't handle it anymore. Because there was wrestling involved too. Uh, so, so what they, they uh, I don't know if you want to elaborate a little bit. You mentioned you beat up the stunt guys, but they just uh, they just couldn't handle a, a big scrapping guy like you, or uh, you were well, just a little. Uh, uh, you know, stunt guys don't get hit a lot. They fall and land on shit, but they don't get into something where somebody's going to body slam them and knock them around a little bit. So. They had three stunt doubles there, and we all we did all night shoots, so everybody was tired. So, and I'm a stunt guy myself. You know, I've done a lot of fighting and making people look good, but uh, they just couldn't handle the abuse. You know, because we did those so, sometimes seven or eight takes in one cut. So, so is it safe to say that you you like to work pretty snug? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I like I like realism. <laughs> you know, when, um, you're, when you're when you're doing shit real, you don't have to sell anything. It's already there. And uh, with uh, with all the uh, movies and stuff that uh, you've done, um, is it uh, is, is it is you know I, I don't know how to ask this the right way. It may be a stupid question, but. Uh, forgive me if it is, but like uh, whenever you're like watching TV and you flip it on and then you see, oh, I was in that movie. Do you like turn it on and catch it and watch it for a little bit, wait for your scene, or do you just like, eh, I'll just find something else? No, I, I do that. You know, for a while, 
they were filming, they were shooting all my movies as trailers for movies of the 80s. So they did Van Damme, they did Lionheart, I mean, they did Lionheart and Over the Top and a couple other movies. So I was in, I was always on the screen doing previews. So that was kind of a rush. Everybody calls me when they see it. That's, I, fought that's pretty Piper, cool. I fought Roddy Piper in a thing called uh, uh, Tag Team. It was a TV series that was supposed to kick off with Roddy Piper and Jesse Ventura. So I fought Roddy in a grocery store. Oh, that's now, uh, now, see, now, uh, I, I got to ask you about Roddy. Now, Roddy uh, will always be my all-time favorite, my father's, too. And uh, as a matter of fact, we had uh, his son on with us, uh, Colton, um, um, I think it was about a year ago now. And uh, it, it must have been it must have been just awesome working with Roddy and uh, also working with the governor. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, Roddy's such a pleasure guy to work with. He was so professional and just, you know, cared a lot about the boys and didn't try to, you know, do anything stupid. But he was a shooter, you know. And, uh, you know, uh, and, of course, uh, you know, Jesse Ventura would come on, go on to be the governor. Now, uh, I'm sure you uh, you kept in uh, contact with him during that uh, little run, didn't you? Yeah, he came to Gold's Gym quite a bit. We talked, and we remembered each other. He's kind of faded out now. You don't hear much about him anymore. Yeah, last I heard, I think he's in Alaska, isn't he, or something like that? Yeah, I don't know, man. He just kind of got off the grid and got away from everything. And uh, yeah, and uh, I, you know, you're uh, you're you still do a lot of traveling. What uh, what are you working on now besides your documentary? Cars, build hot rods. And my wife really? and I are up here near Denver right now on like a little week vacation, try to get away from Texas for a little while. But I build fast what, cars uh, and trucks, and bikes. What 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 what, uh, what kind of car are you working on now? I'm working on four 1934 Fords, just like the one in the California Kid movie. Wow. wow. My husband wow. loves it's, the old cars. He loves the old antique cars. I mean, he loves to look at them, and yeah. he just—that's his thing. He loves to look at them. He watches those car shows on TV all the time, and yep. he loves. Well, they don't the make them cars. like that anymore. No, like they, the don't. They, they don't. They sure make them like don't. That they sure don't. That's cool. That's cool. What else you need to well, know about I, me, man? Yeah, well, I, I got I got a really quick question. You know, he was on Little House on the Prairie. What was his What was your favorite episode that you did on Little House on the Prairie? Man, that's a or hard. Or did you one have a favorite episode? Or did you or, or or did you have a favorite? I mean, or your most favorite or most enjoyable one? I guess. I think they. All, I like them all, man. You know, I like Highway to Heaven all of those too. It's real hard to pick one of those out. Yeah. Michael actually thought he was an angel. He he would go around doing a lot of things for people that an angel would probably do, you know. I heard he was a big prankster, too. I heard he was a big prankster, too. I heard he liked to. Oh, yeah. Well, movie sets are like that. You get bored, people have to do things to entertain. You know, I was going to ask you, did you you see the movie they uh, they, they did about him, The Father I Knew? 
uh, with yeah. John Schneider. Yeah. As, uh, what, uh, yeah. Was that? Uh, uh, what did you think of that? Or was that a little uh, <coughs> too far off for what it, you know? It was. Uh, it was pretty close. You know, Michael was in an abusive father thing there. His dad beat him up a lot. He was an alcoholic, and uh, Lauren Green actually became Michael's uh, father. And when they did Bonanza, Lauren Green became the father, and Haas became the brother, and they were a family, a real family, basically. That's awesome. Yeah, I remember yeah. Um, the the interesting thing about when Michael went and passed. I lost my uncle the same day. And, wow, um, too bad. Yeah, I bad. Uh, I remember. Uh, I remember that day. I, I love Michael Landon. I love my uncle Dwayne, and uh, I miss them both. Uh, you know, um, only the good die young, brother. Yeah, they were great people. Uh, but yep. I'll tell you what, Michael, we we got a couple minutes here. I do want to thank you for taking time out of your schedule to join us. Uh, you're awesome. No uh, you know, uh, I've been working on trying to get you on for the last year and a half, and I'm glad we were finally able to hook up. So uh, I appreciate uh, you joining us. Uh, hopefully you'll be able to send us some good giveaway stuff. We, we do appreciate anything you can do for us, and we would love yeah. to have you on again if we can. Anytime. Thanks for being on. To help you guys out. Yeah. Pleasure talking Thanks, to you. Thanks, Magic. Guys. You're awesome. All right, brother. Take care. Right. Take care. Bye-bye. See ya. All right. The magic man himself, Magic Schwartz, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, now, of course, you guys think I'm tooting my own horn, but was that not uh, was that not an awesome interview or what? That was pretty good. That was pretty amazing. I mean, it was good. I mean, I, again, I, I had a lot of um, football stuff I was balancing back and forth, but uh, but yeah, it was good. I mean, uh, you know, uh, I know that we're a wrestling podcast, but uh, remember. The WWE also has, um, you know, actors and actresses and other people from other realms of life on their shows as well. So I kind of like to incorporate in, uh, in that, in that, uh, you know. Um, but yeah, it's kind of cool. <sighs> so we got a few minutes left. Uh, a couple guys were supposed to call and they were going to give us an update on uh, Puffamania. I don't know if they're still listening or what, but. They're supposed to call in. Um, I mean, nobody's on with us at the moment. Okay, well, they were, they were supposed to call in, but anyway. Um, oh, uh, I also want to give a shout out here real quick. Uh, one of our uh, uh, a gentleman that we had as a guest on our show uh, passed away this weekend. Um, Who was that? Um, let me uh, go back. I posted I posted it on our uh, our site here. Um uh the 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 psycho dwarf. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah, he yeah, he passed he away this weekend. Um and uh um he was uh he was a great guy and uh sad thing is he was scheduled to be on with us again uh in uh in a month and a half. And uh, unfortunately <laughs> That could be a yeah, unfortunately, month. that's not going to be happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, but uh, you know, it's it, we have a we have we're doing great things here, and there's more to come. Uh, like I say, I have to keep uh, checking out our uh, Facebook page to find out what's going on. Um, 
other than that, uh, you know, it's, uh, you know, it is what it is. And, uh, we'll, uh, we'll just keep plugging away at this stuff, you know? Yeah. And, you know, I mean, uh, people who listen and people who know, you know, what we do obviously know, you know, what we're about and know that the, that the growth of the progress that we've made, from, you know, just a, a regular old wrestling show that, you know, goes on and complains about wrestling because there's a lot to complain about, um, to, to you know, the interview show who has talked to, I, oh, geez, I, 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 hundreds if not thousands of, of uh, wrestlers and things now and uh, ha, has really sort of uh, made a footprint in the community of the wrestling community. I mean, there, there, are, there are entire federations who hear about us and line up to get their people on our show. And, you know, you, you know, it's good when we don't have to call and ask them, they call us and want to be on. And, and you know, that, that, that says something that means that we're doing something right. So yeah, excited for that. Happy to see that. And, uh, you know, happy to, uh, be able to come on and do this every Monday with you guys. Yeah. You know, I will admit, uh, you know, it used to be, um, uh... It used to it used to be tough to get guests. Now uh, it's it's tough to get an open spot. True. I mean, we can always slide somebody in if you know we want to do like a quick interview or something. But uh, but yeah, no, it is tough because you've got them booked out for so far out in advance. It's like it's like trying to book a dentist appointment. <laughs> it's like you know, there's months you have to wait. Well, you know, it's, it's like uh, you know. Uh, yeah, like I say, you know, we 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 like to keep looking back at our humble beginnings. Uh, uh, you know, who used to be on with us and who have moved on to different things. And uh, you know, we, we love having Granny. I mean, it, she started out as a caller, and uh, she's uh, become a fan favorite. And you know, I'm not I'm not uh, sad to admit this at all. Uh, granny has actually become more popular than me uh, with some of our fans. So. Uh, you know, I mean, I, have, and I do have an ego, but yeah, yeah, I and yes too, especially uh, if you're half a Harlem Heat. Uh, but anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know. But uh, well, I, you know, I appreciate it, I appreciate the kind words, Icon. I really do. You know, I mean, like I said, well, I'm just me. I'm no, I'm nobody special. I'm nobody important. I'm just me. You know, but you know. Well, you know it. It it is what it is, but you know, we uh, we love uh, we love doing this for our fans, and we we love uh, having our fans listen. I just wish we can get more fans to call in because uh, we do, we we will take calls whether you uh, have uh, whether you agree with us or disagree with us or yeah, the, uh, the, you know the crazy thing about it though, crazy thing about it though is that um, you know it, it is tough. Uh, to have callers call in because I mean a lot of our interviews you know they are very structured and they are you know they are very um, uh, you know we stick pretty much to a script we ask them a lot of the same things we have a format to the show stuff like that and uh, I think sometimes callers feel like they'd rather listen to what our guest has to say than kind of you know calling in and disrupt the flow in a way so I mean I get it there I, I, I see sort of where they're where they're getting at with that but we we do welcome callers though they want to call in. Oh, of course. I I'm just saying I I think I think I can understand the logic behind some of them. I think I think I agree with Big Swing on that because like I said I 
I've been on other podcasts and I listen to other podcasts and you know sometimes uh, you know you 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 do the get you know you do the the interview with the guest or whatever and then you take and then they take the live callers and sometimes callers can get um a little rambunctious with certain things and certain topics and then they kind of get off track and then it just kind of gets totally you just out of derail control everything and, yeah yeah, yeah. So you know, I and I so I agree with you on that. That's probably a, a lot of our guests or a lot of our listeners would rather listen to what the guest has to say, what they're talking about, you know, whether their career, you know, whatever it is that they're doing, you know, whether it's acting, wrestling, wrestling and acting, both or whatever they do. I think our listeners would rather just listen to what the guest has to say rather than, you know, calling in and asking a bunch of questions. Right. And uh, so you know we've had uh, we've had a lot of we've had a lot of great guests and we love all the guests that come on. Fantastic guests, yeah. And uh, we love all that they contribute. I mean, I don't. Um, People think that um, I uh, I still have issues with uh, um, one half of Harlem Heat, but I don't. I mean, it was just, you know it was just the heat of the moment, but uh, I'm over it. There 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 is a couple of people I will not get over, and we're not even going to bring that up. Mm-hmm. Have no one. Um, oh boy! But uh, you know. Drew Brees, uh, but uh, the Winnipeg Gold Ice, but we're, we're not going to get into that at all. Aaron Rodgers. Um, Aaron Rodgers. So, yeah, yeah. So, but yeah, anyways, uh, same place, same time, um, or, or, or to, to throw back to one of the greater periods in wrestling, uh, to one of the greater names in wrestling, uh, tune in next Monday, same warrior time. Same warrior as channel. This is Attitude Ever Live. We will talk to you next week and have a great and safe day out there. And uh, hopefully, uh, Icon and I have better football weekends next week.